Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this very special music-based episode of the Maximize Today podcast. Uh, this is the top five songs to maximize your day. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I just know you will. Uh, this is five songs, as I said earlier. Uh, we kind of alternate between uh, classics to me and newer songs to me. And you're going to love all of them. I just know it. Uh, this is the top five songs to maximize your day. And they are they deal with life lessons. They're motivating. They're inspiring. They, uh, they're consoling. They're a nice little shoulder to lean on. You're going to love it. It's a great, some great jams. Uh, we have a Spotify playlist with these five songs. And that way you can listen to them because you're not allowed to play music on a podcast unless you have the rights. Um, I, I highly doubt anyone would come get us, but you never know, so we're not going to do it. Uh, I think you guys are going to like us a lot. Uh, we might even do it again. So uh, enjoy the podcast and get ready. All right, let's go ahead and get started with this uh, fun new episode we got going here. The top five songs to maximize your day. All right, let's go ahead and get started with Number five, Ever Brothers, Head Full of Doubt, Road Full of Promise. These guys are some of my all-time favorites. I actually quoted one of their most famous lyrics um, from Murder in the City um, at two of my most important uh, you know, life moments. Uh, one of them was at my uh, grandfather's eulogy, and so the, the lyric is obviously, um, there is nothing worth sharing like the love that let us share our name. And I use that uh, at the end of the eulogy, and I believe it was very fitting for that. And then, oddly enough, the same lyric was out in front of the, uh, I can't think of the name. I've been trying to think of the name of what you call this, but it was on the uh, front of the grand where Marie and I got married. So uh, there's no love that, you know, worth sharing, like the love of a share name that was at my <laughs> grandpa's funeral. And then when I got married, it's an odd connection, but uh, I just wanted to point out how important the Amber Brothers are to me. Um, but that's not the song I'm here to talk about. Uh, you should go listen to Murder in the City because it's phenomenal. But the song we're here to talk about is Head Full of Doubt, Road Full of Promise. And this is just a beautiful, magnificent ballad. Whew, man, I can't get enough of it. Uh, this is from one of my very felt, well, no, it is my favorite album that they have produced and that they have released, I In Love and You. Uh, that whole album, start to finish, is, ooh, man, it's good. I just, I just cannot get enough of it. It just starts off so, you know, I Love You is heartbreaking. Uh, January Wedding is a great song. I wanted to get married in January just so that could be the theme of the wedding. But uh, we didn't do that, you know, because the summer was better for us. Uh, but that January Wedding song is beautiful. And uh, Laundry Room, Tin Man, ooh, Kick Trump Heart. Man, I'll never forget hearing, you know, that album performed live. Uh, before a John Mayer concert, they were the opening act, and man, that was awesome. But uh, I'm going to get back to Head Full of Doubt, Road Full of Promise. And this song, uh, it makes me very introspective, and I think it's very prevalent for the tumultuous times that we're living. So let me read you this little lyric here. Uh, and I'll try and, uh, I wish I could play the songs, but apparently you're not supposed to do that if you don't own the rights. I highly doubt anybody would really care about our little uh, garage band podcast, you know, startup, but you know what, we'll, we'll stick to the rules because it's how life works. So, um, and I won't sing it cause I can't sing and I'll try and I can't carry a tune. So I won't try to do it to a melody. Uh, but so here's the lyric, uh, that I think is prevalent to these tumultuous times, which I already did when nothing is owed or deserved or expected and your life doesn't change by the man that's elected. If you're loved by someone, you're never rejected. 
decide what to to be and go be it. Uh, that lyric, ooh man, ooh, so good. Um, I know it's very easy. I find myself doing this to get stuck in the echo chambers where you're on your Twitter, your Facebook, and you're following people that you agree with. So you see things, and you're like, oh man, I just don't understand how anybody could not agree with this. And then you think that's you know what life is. So you just get constantly outraged and. I know right now, of course, it's you know it's easy to get caught in an outrage cycle, whether it be politics or sports. Uh, I know everyone has an opinion on just about everything, and something I'm trying to do in life is to have less opinions. It's a uh, something that I'm really striving for, and I know that's kind of a weird thing to to shoot for, but it's something that I think is important, at least to my development and growth, is to have fewer opinions, to uh, make less noise. And just, you know, try to, you know, listen and just have a, you know, just try to get some knowledge before spewing out the most most instant thing in my head. So this song kind of does that for me because it's talking about how, you know, your life, I mean, I don't want to trivialize anything, but, you know, that, that lyric, your life doesn't change by the man that's elected, you know, it's both true and not true. But I think what they're trying to get at is that there's not any one person that is going to, that, that is elected that's going to, you know, save your life or, you know, or make your life instantly better. Now, I know policies are real and the effects are real, and I'm not trying to get into the weeds of that right now, and I don't want to, you know, trivialize anything like I said, but uh, I think that lyric is very important because I think a lot of people, you know, pin their hopes and dreams onto other people and hope that they're going to do it for them, and that's just not really, you know, what happens. So, um, let's see here. And then I want to read a something else I like about that lyric is that I think it boils down boils life down to its most simplest form. You know, if you're loved by someone you're never rejected. So that is an incredible, incredible lyric, and it really you know just kind of simplifies things. So uh, you can try and get all worried about things, or if you you know you recognize that you're loved, you're accepted by people, then you're gonna figure out things usually. So I know you know life's tough and life comes at you fast. But sometimes you got to count the simplest things before you can try and go accomplish your big things. And I'll close it off the, uh, with the chorus here. There was a dream, and one day I could see it. Like a bird in a cage, I broke in and demanded that somebody free it. And there was a kid with a head full of doubt. So I'll scream till I die, and the last of those bad thoughts are finally out. This song, to me, I can hardly ever play it just once. It needs to be repeated. It's so very good. So now we're going to go to song number four. It's called, it's by a little band called Vandeveer, and it's called But Enough of That for Now. I just discovered this jam via the Spotify Discover Weekly playlist, and boy, oh boy, did I fall in love with it. I fell hard immediately. Oh man, it just spoke to me instantly, and I, I knew I had to save it, put it on my spring 2017 playlist, and it's just an epic song. It's uh, its scope and its ambition is very, it's 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 incredible. I mean, it's just it covers a lot of topics. Sorry about the uh, swallow. I had, had a burp there. Had turkey turkey burger sloppy joes tonight, so uh, you know lean meat, but you know still had a little burp. So I apologize about that. And my voice just squeaked, man. Things are really taking a turn on this podcast. Hope you guys are uh, going to stick with me. It's uh, we're burping, we're swallowing, and we have voice squeaks. You know that second 
around with puberty. It just really is tough. So we'll get back to it. I'm sorry about that. There's no reason to delve into my personal issues, except that we did. So deal with it. Um, this song, as I said, it's uh, epic because it talks a lot about fatherhood, journeying through life, and unfinished dreams. And I think what's interesting about this song is that it's not about accomplishing your dreams. It's about not getting lost in the weeds of the day-to-day happenings, a lot like the Avid Brothers, Head Full of Doubt, Road Full of Promise. Um, it's kind of easy to get caught up in five-year plans because they're important and you need to plan for the future. You know, you need to invest and you need to think about what you're going to be doing tomorrow, the next month, and in the future because if you don't do it, you know, it's going to get to you real fast and you know what's going to happen. But if you get too caught up in goals and you don't appreciate what's around you every day, uh, you know, really, what's the friggin' point, you know? Because um, you need to understand that, you know, like the wind blows and it's, you know, it feels good and you need to be thankful for that breeze or the sun is shining and, you know, be thankful you might get a little bit of a tan. Um, you know, a lot of interesting things happen every day and, you know, you need to try and take time to, you know, you know, appreciate, you know, what's around you, even though, even when, you know, things are tough. So, um, I'm not going to say it's never as bad as you think it is, because sometimes it is, and sometimes life's hard. And again, I think it's something I've already said. I don't want to trivialize anything because, you know, there's a lot of real life problems, real life issues that people deal with on a day to day basis, and, and you know they're tough, and I, you know, I, I can't do anything about that. But uh, there are a lot of things that happen good in a day, and it's important to appreciate them, especially when you're really thinking about the future a lot and you get lost in that and then you lose track of, you know, the cool stuff happening in your day. So I want you to check out this little, little lyric here. Oh, but I got a long, 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 long way to go. Yeah, I got volumes and volumes to show you, but enough of that for now. Yes, enough of that for now. And that lyric, enough of that for now, is I think of, I just always think of like a, a wise old uh, grandparent or, you know, someone that's very important to you just telling you, like, it's okay. Just take a chill pill. Take a step back. Relax. Um, don't get too worried. Don't get too stressed. Um, life's ultimately pretty good. And just relax and see see what comes your way. And that, that lyric is awesome for me. And I think once you hear it, you know, in the song, you'll really enjoy it as well. So before we get to song number three, we're going to take a quick little break. And we'll get right back to it. This break is brought to you by the 30-Second Book Review, starting now. We are reviewing City of Thieves by David Benioff, who you may know from the, the adapter and showrunner of Game of Thrones on HBO. But this is a work of historical fiction loosely based off his grandfather's life in World War II-era Russia. This is the story of two people who are arrested in Russia, and they're taken to a lieutenant, lieutenant's house. And they, instead of facing the firing squad, they have given the opportunity to find a dozen eggs for his daughter's wedding cake in the burned-down city of Leningrad. Uh, it's a story of great intrigue, great drama, great danger. Will they do it? Will they? Won't they? No one knows. I know. Actually, check it out. You'll love it. I loved it. Do it now! And we're back, folks. Thank you very much for sticking with us. I really appreciate it. Let's get to song number three. It is by one of my all-time favorite, favorite artists, Matt Carney. This song is Heartbreak Dreamer and... Man... What a song, what a song, what a song. Uh, Matt Carney is a, Matt Carney, Kearney, whatever you want to call him, but it is Matt with one T, actually. Um, one time I, I was curious why his name was Matt with one T. I think it was on his birth certificate. His mother wrote, that's how she wrote it, on accident. That's just kind of how it went down. So, a um, little backstory on Matt Carney. He's one of my all-time favorites, as I've stated. Uh, he's a, a 
beautiful singer-songwriter. And what's cool about him is he's obviously he's an incredible singer-songwriter, a talented musician, plays a bevy of in- instruments, acoustic guitar, all kinds of goodies. But what's really cool about his music is a lot of them, a lot of his songs are paired with hip-hop beats, and he even kind of does a little bit of spoken word with it. And this song specifically has spoken word, but it's not him. It's from a, a different poem. I'll get to that later. Um, I'll never really understand why Matt isn't more popular than he is. I think he should be filling arenas because his music is loud and it deserves to be played on a big stage. But he typically plays some, you know, mid-size uh, arenas. And that's great with me because I've seen him a couple times and, man, he puts on an awesome show. I saw him at Headliners a few years ago with my buddy Travis Cunningham and my then-girlfriend, now-wife, Maria Cochran, then, now, Maria Herrett. And we saw him over at Headliners and... During one of his songs, he jumped off the stage with the mic and was doing all the lyrics in the crowd, walked throughout the main level of headliners, and then walked upstairs to the, like, the balcony area. And then like he acted like he was going to jump. He didn't jump, but man, it was hilarious. It was awesome. So uh, moral of the story is if you get a chance to see Matt Carney in concert, do it. He's awesome. So this song, Heartbreak Dreamer, was the first song off his most recent album, Just Kids. And that is a phenomenal album and you all should check it out um this song is you know no surprise is kind of about heartbreak and it's in many different forms this this song is uh, it's not just about you know overcoming romantic heartbreak but it's just about the heartbreaks in life but it's a hopeful song i don't want you to get the idea that this is a um a downer of a song it's hopeful but it's also you know it does talk about heartbreak and what's interesting about this song is that it's, he doesn't always talk about his own life. He does talk about it often in, in this song, but he also talks about uh, his grandma uh, losing her husband. Uh, and he also speaks about uh, one of his friends that's still waiting on the love of his wife, love of his wife to come into his life. Because I'm assuming this friend isn't married. He's still waiting for that portion of his life and talking about how difficult that is for his friend. And talking about all the different heartbreaks in life that you have to deal with. Uh, but as I said, this is a very hopeful song and what's really cool is as i said earlier his music is definitely influenced by hip-hop and this is over a very subtle hip-hop beat and it's really really cool but the most interesting and most powerful part of the song is a it samples a live poetry uh read by i'm gonna butcher this guy's name and i apologize anise ojani and the poem that's sampled is called Shake the Dust, and it's a live performance by uh, Annis uh, performing Shake the Dust. And the Shake the Dust poem is, I don't want to overstate it or be hyper, hyperbolic, but it's kind of life-changing. Uh, the phrase Shake the Dust is just, whew, man, it's good. And I'm going to read you a quick little uh, excerpt from this, and if, do your... Do yourself a favor. Listen to this song. I'm going to put it in the Spotify playlist, like I already said earlier. But you need to check out the YouTube version of this poem read separately from this uh, from this song because it's really cool. I'm going to read a little excerpt from the poem. This is also in the song, so this is it right here. This is for the schoolyard wimps, for the childhood bullies who tormented them, to the former prom queen and the no-crepe ball players, for the nighttime serial leaders and for the retired elderly Walmart store front door greeters, shake the dust. This is for the benches and the people sitting upon them, for the bus drivers driving a million broken hymns, to the men who have to hold down three jobs simply to hold up their children, for the nighttime schoolers and the midnight bike riders trying to fly, 
shake the dust. Oh, man, I've got cold chills just even reading that stuff. And oh, Shake the dust is just such a cool line to me. I don't know if it's because I work in an auction industry where I am with in people's homes where a lot of times you're dealing with stuff that uh, you know hasn't been touched since they passed away and has a thin to thick layer of dust on it. And you just think about all the life that like had been lived in that room and now that it had kind of gone dormant and like how it kind of settles there. And it maybe it's just for me, but that shake the dust lyric just really just hits hard to me. And I, it might just be because of my unique job circumstance that it, it's so important to me. But whew, man, when I just hear that shake the dust, I get cold chills and it's just so cool to me. And this song is, is really, really awesome. I know y'all will like it, and you need to check it out immediately. So now we're going to go to song number two. And this isn't really in any particular order, as I stated earlier, but uh, this song is called uh, Steamboat by Look Homeward. And this is another song that came from the Spotify Discover Weekly. And this is a, a little ballad about life and death, and it's it's not slow. It's, not, it's an upbeat, like mid to upbeat song. It's got a, uh, it's obviously called Steamboat, so it's, uh, plays a lot on, you know, river themes, and it's certainly infused, it's inspired and influenced by the bayou and jazz culture, so there's a lot of, uh, subtle horns throughout the song, and it's really, really cool, and this really, really, uh, hit me immediately when I heard it, and I knew I liked it, so I had to look up the lyrics, and I had to listen to it over and over and over again, and I always tell Maria that I want this song to be played at my funeral amongst Many others, uh, of course, because I have many plans for my future funeral, uh, which is kind of strange. And I need to write them down. Maria's always telling me to write them down so it's done correctly when I do uh, ultimately pass on. So um, if I don't write this down, you guys listen to this podcast, just uh, remember this and uh, make sure this one at least gets played there. So hopefully that's many moons away. And hopefully podcasts are a uh, long bygone medium at that point And this is lost to the ages and no one knows about it. So, uh, but... <laughs> I digress, of course. Um, oh, man. This is a beautiful song about floating down the river. And it has, you know, many, many uh, multiple meanings. I think it's, I, I, I ultimately think it's about death um, and, you know, just finding peace of it. And for me, that's okay. I think it's about finding, you know, you know, just dealing with death. And the, um, he talks a lot about finding God and, you know, seeing, you know, seeing the beauty in life. And I'm going to play, the, I'm just going to read you the, uh, the little lyric here. Steamboat carry me to my Delta home. I've got rivers in my soul. Um, for me, I just think that's really cool. Um, it's obvious these guys, you know, are very keen to the river and very important to them. And that, that's just something that's very important to them. And it's just kind of, it's just a, a gorgeous song, and I know I, I love it. I've listened to it over and over again, and I really, really like it, and I think you all will too. So now we're going to get to the number one song to maximize your day, and this is a song we have spoken about on podcast. If you um, recall back to episode two with Judge Jimmy Gofo, we spoke about Coldplay and our love for Coldplay, and I brought up the song Every Teardrop is a Waterfall. And this is just, oh, you can tell by the long pauses in my, in my, in my speaking here that how important it is to me. I'm almost speechless 
but I'll, I will, you know, I'll soldier on. This song is, I just can't get, I can't emphasize much enough how important this song is to me. Uh, I love it. It's perfect to me. Uh, from the very first chord, I'm hooked, spellbounded, covered in cold chills. Um, it's my ultimate ballad. I can't, I just cannot get enough of it. The guitar riffs, uh, the organ, just the funkiness to it. I am in love forever and always with this song and this album. Hopelessly in love with Milo Exilato and Every Teardrop is a Waterfall. Um, I can just, I know exactly where I was um, when this album came out. Um, I was a junior in college and maybe, a, yeah, I was a junior and um, I was waiting for it to come out. It came out in the fall, I think it was November, and my roommate, John Jay, was like, I don't know, I've got a copy of it. You can have it. And But it was legally downloaded, and I just I couldn't do it to Coldplay. I, had, I needed to experience it when it came out on album release day, and I just needed it, and I waited until it came out. I bought it on iTunes, and I just listened forever with my Bose noise-canceling headphones in my room on 408 North Lane Drive in Bloomington, Indiana, the greatest town in Indiana, the greatest college university in the world. And that's where I was listening to it at. And I was just spellbound immediately with this whole album, and specifically this song. This song came out earlier as a single, so it wasn't the first time I heard it. Um, but Every Teardrop is a Waterfall is just incredible. And got a little tidbit about this. And when we went, I'll never forget seeing this live with my... Uh, wife and my brother and sister-in-law, Ben and Lauren Harris. <clears throat> Excuse me. I apologize. Man, that was very unprofessional of me. But the entire show was intoxicating. Uh, and they played all their, you know, their great songs. They played Paradise, Yellow, um, Fix You, which, oh my, that's another podcast for another day. Man, that was good. Uh, but I was waiting for the song and it was the encore, and they they played the riff, and I screamed, oh, shh, shh, this is it. I couldn't believe it, and cold chills were just all over me. Uh, this tour, they, you know, they the, the stadium was blacked out, and everybody had these, like, flashing wristbands that went with the songs, and, oh, man, I just, I can picture it now at the United Center of Chicago, just me just losing my damn mind over the song, and just means so much to me and the lyric that I will single out from this song is it's kind of a uh, little it's not throwaway but it's real short it's called still I raise the flag and that's it um, for me that lyric is perfect it's uh, my it's probably my favorite lyric of all time um, I think about it all the time and in fact it was a catalyst to the early days of Maximize Today and I uh, I used this song on a senior retreat I led for Providence High School which is of course, the greatest high school in all the land as well, which is where Marie teaches, where I was an alumni in the class of 2009. And uh, I love Providence, so a uh, little shout-out to there, Providence and Indiana University, two formative places for me. But I played this on a senior retreat, and I uh, this song was playing while I was giving the fourth day talk. And um, there was a whiteboard behind me, and I, was, I didn't plan on doing this, but I was inspired. And I grabbed a marker, and I drew a big flag with uh, – and I – put maximize, I put uh, live the fourth in the flag and just, you know, I, I raised the flag as a, it just, you know, it gives you so many images of, you know, raising the flag in battle, whether that's Iwo Jima or whether you're 
uh, you know, raising a flag for whatever particular cause you care about, you know, it's just something that's, you know, a symbol to, you know, symbol to the outside world of, you know, this is what I stand for and this is what I believe in, you know, whether that's, you know, raising a pride flag or a, uh, human rights uh, equality flag or the American flag or, you know, the state of Indiana flag or an Indiana university flag or, uh, you know, Notre Dame, Kentucky, you know, you know, people raise flags for all types of things. And it's just an out, it's, it's a very visual way of showing people what you believe in. And it's really cool to me that that lyric is just, it's just so important to me. It's just, it's just, Oh man, I just can't get enough of it. It's just kind of leaves me speechless. It's, it's so simple, and it's uh, just so, man, it's awesome. I, it's it's like towards the end of the song, it's like, and still I raise the flag, and Chris Martin sings it. He, he really extends that lyric, and like you can just tell like how important it was to this band as well, and man, I loved it. So that's, uh, that's the top five songs to maximize your day. I hope you all really enjoyed it. Uh, this will, I'll put this on a little Spotify playlist. And I hope you all check it out. And we might, maybe we'll do this again. Maybe top five songs to maximize your workout. So lots of uh, potential with this. Music is a very important part of Maximize Day and a very important part of my life. So I hope you guys like it and uh, look forward to more episodes. We will hopefully get some more interviews here soon. I won't be able to do anything next week because Marie and I are going out of town. So uh, hopefully when I get back, we can get some more interviews going. It won't be just me. But I hope you all enjoyed this podcast, and uh, thanks for sticking with us. And if you have any ideas about ways to maximize or any fun podcast ideas, please send them my way. Uh, Our hope is that Maximize Day is a very um, community-based thing and something that many people can contribute to and participate in. We want to really get as many people involved as possible. So if you have any ideas about anything, please email me, text me, call me, do anything you want. And we will figure out a way to get you involved and to get the Maximize Today movement going stronger. Thank you all very much. You guys are awesome. And have an excellent day, morning, evening, whatever you're doing. Just have an awesome time. We love you here at Maximize Today. Thank you very much for listening. Leave a review. Subscribe. Do whatever you got to do. You guys are the best. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know you're doing and promoting good. Now please stick around for the podcast in review. Podcast in review. It's back. Uh, top five songs going from five, two, one. Ever Brothers, Head Full of Doubt, Road Full of Promise. Uh, like a bird in a cage, I broke in and demanded that somebody free it. What a great lyric. Uh, song number four by Vandeveer, but enough of that for now. But I got a long, 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 long way to go. I got volumes of volumes to show you, but enough of that for now. Yes, enough of that for now. Man, take it easy, relax, you're okay. Song number three, Matt Carney, Heartbreak Dreamer. Ooh, for the nighttime serial leaders and the retired elderly Walmart store front door greeters, shake the dust. So good. Song number two, Luke, look homeward, Steamboat. Steamboat, carry me to my Delta home. I've got rivers in my soul. And song number one, Coldplay, every teardrop is a waterfall. Still I raise the flag. And of course, who can forget the 30-second book review of City of Thieves by David Benioff. Hope you guys like this special episode of the Maximize Today podcast. Have an excellent day and enjoy your life.